Beautiful soul, have you ever wanted to speak to angels? Do you believe angels can support you in your daily life? If this is you, go onto my website, theangelmedium.com and sign up for our email list. As a gift for signing up, I'm going to send you 31 healing meditations that if you do daily, they're going to help you tap into your angels and your own intuition. Start using these today and you'll start to see changes in 31 days. Now take a deep breath. Ask your angels to surround you with love, fill you with joy, infuse you with ease. And remember, your angels say that any messages that resonate with you in today's episode are meant just for you. Good morning, beautiful souls. It's your host and author, Julie Jancis. We're here at the Angels and Awakening podcast, and it is a bright and early 5.30 a.m. over here, but I had to wake up this early because these angel stories that you're going to hear in a moment from Jen just touched my heart, warmed my heart so incredibly much. Um, She's a nurse. She's here with us this morning. Jen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me and thank you for getting up early. I know um, 530 comes comes sooner rather than later. So thank you again for being on here. No, I wanted to meet you so much. So thank you so much for getting up early with me um, before work. So I'm going to have you kind of take it away and share your first angel story. Okay. So I think if I go back in my life, I can remember dreams that I've had that never really made a whole lot of sense. And really, I just chalked it up to coincidence or whatever I had been thinking about before I went to bed. Um, Until October, my dreams had been pretty much just probably visitation dreams of my grandparents. Um, We were super close, grew up on the same driveway. So, you know, anytime we wanted, we'd run down, hang out with them, um, you know. So I, I always had dreams about them. But I, like I said, I always just chalked it up to coincidence. I had been thinking about them. It was an anniversary. Um, So late October, I had a dream about my aunt who is in perfect health, nothing, um, wasn't going anything through anything, um, just living her regular life. She has a granddaughter that she has custody of. Um, You know, they're doing great. So I have this dream that my grandma was frantically worried about her, just so worried. And she's like, I'm just so worried about her. And I, I just told her, I'm like, she's doing great. Like Kendall's doing great. Everyone is fine. You know, it's, it was just such a vivid dream that the next morning I woke up and I text my mom, like, this was the craziest dream that I had. Um, I mean, even to this day, I can still remember what she was wearing. Her, her eyes were so blue, just one of those dreams that just stuck with you. So fast forward two days, my mom calls me on my way to work because she normally picks up my kids from school. And she says, Jen, I can't do it. Um, Cheryl is in the hospital. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? So long story short, she had um, a seizure, which she doesn't have a history of epilepsy, nothing like that. She had a seizure and they took her to the hospital, did a CAT scan and they um, found a brain tumor. Um, which, you know, fast forward to six months, she's perfectly fine. They removed her surgery and radiation and she's back to literally the best life that she's ever led. But I was really bothered by that dream because it was so vivid and it was almost just like a warning. 
Um, not that I did anything with it because honestly, I just thought it was a dream. So I was talking to a PA I work with and she's like, no, like that is, you know, that is a message, which I've always, always, always believed that God talks to me in dreams. Um, he's always put people on my heart and for whatever reason, I would wake up, pray for them, go about my day, you know, nothing ever really as significant as that dream. So I get kind of interested in dreams and visitations and I find your podcast. And so I, I'm just like hooked. I'm listening to it. I'm re-listening to, um, you know, shows and I'm like hooked, like there's got to be more to this. So then that kind of brings me to my son was having surgery and, you know, a totally minor surgery, but as a mom, anytime, you know, there's anesthesia or, you know, and working in the medical field, your mind automatically goes to the worst that could happen. So the Sunday before the surgery, my husband and I are drinking coffee and he says, I had this dream that Jackson, that something bad happened to Jackson. And so immediately I go back to those dreams of this is a warning. This is a warning. You know, it didn't necessarily happen to me, but this is God's way of just preparing us. So I'm inconsolable, right? This is all I'm thinking about. Um, I remember pouring some water and him coming up the stairs, um, you know, from waking up and just tearing up. And he's like, what's the matter? What's the matter? So obviously it's not something you want to discuss with him. So I'm just kind of brushing it away. Like, oh, we're just, you know, just a lot on our minds. So I physically cannot take it any longer. Like I just have to take a break from everything. So I take my dog for a walk and that's when I listen to your podcast. And I randomly listen to them. They're never in order because I've always like played the catch up game. So I scroll through and you know, it's like podcast roulette. You scroll through, you pick one and you move about your day. And this one was so special. Um, The guest had had a dream about a future funeral and she didn't know why she didn't know where she didn't even recognize the people at the time. Um, and then, you know, I think like five or 10 later, 10 years later, it came true. She's like, it makes sense now. And you literally stopped the podcast and said, just as a disclaimer, like and your words were to all you worried mamas out there. And I stopped in my tracks and just listened. And you said, this does not by any means mean that the dreams you have about your kids come true. And so I just literally stopped and said a prayer of thanks to God because he knew I needed that that day. Like, I don't know how I would have made it the next to his surgery with that on my mind. I mean, it was just so heavy. And then, so I'm, I'm listening and I'm, I'm not a runner. I'm a walker. I was literally going to run home and tell my husband, like, it's all going to be okay. Like, I know, I know, like, I know, like, I know it's okay. And so I'm listening. I'm still listening to the podcast. And she goes on to talk about how her grandpa and her had made a deal that he would live to see her wedding. And at that time, she wasn't anywhere near being ready to get married. So he said, we need to renegotiate. How about I live to X amount of years? Well, then she goes on to say his birthday. And it was my son's birthday. Like month, not year, <laughs> not year. My son's not year, but um, the month in the year. And I'm thinking of all 365 days. It could have been, and it could have been close to it. It could have been the birthday of one of my other kids, my husband, mine, but it was my sons who I was worried about. I mean, it was literally, and I think then I did run and I'm sure people thought I was being chased by someone. <laughs> I'm not a runner. 
I'm not graceful. Um, so it was just like, thank you, God. Like you knew of all the podcasts I could have pulled that day. It was that one that had two clear cut signs that everything and everything was great. It went smooth. I mean, it couldn't have went more perfect. But another story about that surgery, we pull in and of course he's nervous. We pull in and we park what I figure is next to the oral surgeon and his license plate is 0304 JAC, which my son's due date was March 4th and his initials are JAC. And I literally stopped him and I said, Jax, look right there. It's like our angels are, they've got this, you know, there's no reason to worry. There's no reason to, you know, and like I said, it was a success and couldn't have went smoother. Oh my goodness. I love this story so much. Friend, if the idea of connecting to your angels and changing your life using your very own spiritual gifts sounds amazing and is deeply resonating with you today, I want you to go on my website and check out my angel membership. Registration is open. Sign up today and you'll get access to new course content and events each week and a private community. Members love how everything you need for your spiritual awakening is all in one place. Sign up today, angel membership. It's incredibly healing. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes below. Leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. Lastly, check out the upcoming events page on my website, theangelmedium.com, because we have a lot of upcoming events that I know you're going to be interested in. And I remember that episode. I think that was Ashley's episode. And it was just incredible. You know, one of the things that's coming through to tell everybody right now is um, one of the ways to kind of decipher because we do wake up sometimes with knowingness. I had this my whole life, just didn't realize what it was until um, I kind of started into this work. But I I woke up one day last year and I go to myself, my accountant hasn't been taking his fees out of like, has it been charging me the monthly fee? And um, I think this has been going on for like six months. I woke up. This was the first thought because I had dreamt about it. Right. And I and then I go into my email later on that morning and there's an email from my accountant and he goes, so we haven't been paying ourselves and we need to retrograde, like date this back to January of last year. And I was like, okay. So they were just kind of like preparing me for that. Yeah. But it happens all the time. And actually it happened last night. I, I um, dreamt the name because I had already picked out a name for the kids podcast that we're going to launch in January 2023. And um, so I already picked out the name. I have the GoDaddy domain name. And I dreamt last night that that was the wrong name for the podcast. And they gave me the right name. And I woke up 
and they go before you go on the podcast go get that domain name and oh. it was there like and it's a it's a common name like and it's short a short url domain name and i was like what this yeah. is crazy and um, it's, it's not like that you know just simple yeah. things or big things i mean i honestly i've always believed if you ask it might not be the answer that you want but mm -hmm. you can take any type of direction from your prayers. It's it's crazy. It really is. Well, and, and here's the other thing to it as well. When there's a lot of emotion behind it, right? There is a lot of egoic mind wherever the emotion is. You have to come back and think about what are the vibrations? What is the makeup of unconditional love? What is the makeup of oneness energy? It's love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And so when you really come and tune into intuitive dreams, intuitive information from the other side, I almost feel energetically like it's information on a platter, right? And it's like you could take it, you could leave it. There's a, a, a subtle peace to it. There's a subtle ease to it. There's not a lot of heightened emotion. And I think it's really, really fascinating how spirituality, how intuition, how mediumship and psychic abilities actually work with the physical body, just like a runner works with the muscles within their body to get them to be able to perform to the maximum degree. And what happens a lot is the way that mediumship and the kind of like these psychic abilities work also ties in to how we are mamas, right? Yeah. And I feel mm -hmm. like part of our brain mechanism as mamas mm -hmm. um, is just to keep our kids alive. Like yeah. I, I watched this one show. I don't know if you've watched it. Um, it's called 1883 and it's all about almost kind of like the Oregon Trail, but they start in Texas and then they cut up to like the middle of the US and then over. And I was like, I was born in, in 1982. This was a hundred years before I was born. And these people are dying left and right from malaria and from, you know, um, just all of this different stuff that we would never even think of. Right, today. right. Yeah. Um, and so you have to think the biology makeup of mm -hmm. human beings, especially women, is just still to keep yeah. our kids yeah. alive. Yeah. That is just ingrained in us. And so if you're a mama who has these fear-filled thoughts, I think it's that. It's not your intuition. It's not your angels. It's not, it's your biology makeup of trying to just keep everybody alive because a right. hundred years ago, that was a very, very difficult, well, 140 now, 140 years ago, that was a difficult task. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I have, I have a couple more. Yeah. So you tell me Go how on. much that. No, yeah, I'll take you as long as I got you. So keep going. All right. So my nephew was born at 23 weeks. Um, and he was just too, he was too, too early to survive. So um, he passes away. And my brother calls the cemetery where most of our family is. 
he really wants my nephew to be by my grandparents. Like I said, we were all super close um, growing up. They were basically our caregivers outside of my mom and dad. So we were super close and the cemetery owners, like we have nothing even nearby. Like we're going to be lucky if we find anything basically in the cemetery. So he said, give me a couple days. I'm going to look at the map and see what we have going on and I'll give you a call back. So a couple of days passed and my brother's, you know, starting to get more worried and, you know, looking at other, just other cemeteries. And he calls back and says, I don't know where this came from, but we have a plot right next to your grandma. Yeah, it's, it gives me cold chills because everyone was married. All of my dad's siblings, he's the youngest of six, everyone was married. So it didn't make sense to just have one extra plot. I mean, they're not super cheap. So why would you just on a limb buy an extra plot? And she was married to my grandpa. They both were buried there. So it's not, you know, there was no reason for it. And no one knew about it. My dad didn't know about it. The executor of the will didn't know about it. Um, the executor of the estate didn't know about it. Nobody knew about this extra plot for, you know, so we had to call and make sure it was okay with everybody in the family because like I said, it didn't go to anyone. Nobody, it was just in limbo. Everybody obviously agreed that it was perfectly fine to use it for that. And come to find out my grandma had had a stillborn. Wow. And it was her firstborn too. And we all just kind of sat there. Like no one even wanted to state the obvious that my grandma had such a pull in this happening. So now my nephew is, you know, resting internally by my grandma and my grandpa, which is that, you know, I mean, even if they would have gotten the same side or whatever, it was absolutely no doubt that, that my grandma and my grandpa probably both had a hand in making that work out for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and let's just put that disclaimer out here too. The angel said that uh, same one that you were talking about before, that just if we talk about certain things, it doesn't mean like a sign in a negative way. No negative is coming. Um, just peace, because that's the only thing that the other side does bring through is is that was comforting to your family Absolutely. at the time and, and, and really brought a lot of peace. Yes, it really did because my brother was obviously beside himself and, you know, it was just one of those situations like, well, what else am I going to have to, you know, figure out? And it was literally just given to us, you know, it couldn't have worked out more perfectly. Um, it was, it was a godsend for sure. Yeah. And another, um, so like I said, I watch for shows all the time and I'm always amazed at the people that ask for signs you know, ask for science. And growing up, we were always taught, like, call on your guardian angel, your guardian angels right there. Um, my mom always had a big, you know, 11 by 15 portrait of this guardian angel watching over these two little, these, a little brother and a sister crossing a bridge. So growing up, it was always instilled in us, like call on your angels. So when I started listening to your podcast and hearing all these guys talking about asking for specific signs, specific signs, I was like, oh, that's the neatest thing ever. So I started asking for signs and somebody else had mentioned quarters. So I thought that's a great idea. I've never, ever seen a quarter lying on the ground unless I glued it when I worked at the mall just for a joke. And, <laughs> you know, like, so I started asking for quarters and no lie, I'll get two quarters. I'll get one quarter. I'll find quarters in my pocket. And I never have change. It's kind of a running joke. Like Jen never has cash and she never has change. So just don't even ask her. Um, I'll find them in my pocket, in my car, 
I was walking on Easter with my dog in our subdivision. We don't have sidewalks. There's no reason people just lose change in the street. <laughs> I found two quarters and I'm like, I see you guys. I hear you. You're right there. So that's always really neat too. And geese. Crazy, but um, I think my grandma will send me geese just to kind of check up on us. So either live ones, I've seen I've seen them on like old school decor. You know, it's it's just crazy when they show up. So I love that. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. I saw once uh like a a jar and it's like pennies from your angels. Oh, and yeah. it had like this poem on it. I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. Jen, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. I wanted you to know that, like you said before, you're totally right on. And if any mamas are worried about their kiddos in this podcast, know that your angels are just sending you a sign in this, like listening to this right here, right now, wanting you to know that your kiddos are a-okay. They've got you. Um, Like Jen said, you can always call on your guardian angels. They really are right there watching over you watching over your kids and your family. Jen, thank you so much for being here and sharing your inspiring and hope-filled stories. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yay! Friends, if you have an angel story to share, please email them in over on our website. You can go to theangelmedium.com and submit your angel story. Jen, thanks so much and keep in touch, okay? Absolutely. Thank you again. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are sitting around you now, who's connecting with you, and how they're supporting you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a virtual session. You can do a reading with me or a member on my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the best they can to support you and guiding you to the life you want to live. Virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website, never, never, never offered on social media, only offered on theangelmedium.com. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn energy healing, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and business mastery skills. That's the Angel Reiki School. You can find more information on theangelmedium.com or DM me over on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions you have. Friends, before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hand on your heart, taking a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love in front of you. I want you to step into that love in front of you. 
And I want you to feel it as it fills your body, your chakras, and your auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.